They did it. Nobody believed but us. That's why we call faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me long. Let's go. Let's get it, baby. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. The boys stay hot, repping Niners in their city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Uh, yeah. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. Niners talk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. Yeah, Nitty gritty Niners talk back in the building. Welcome to another episode of Nitty Gritty Niners Talk, man. It's your boy Breezy and my sidekick, Mr. Donnie Darko, man. Sponsored by Shoot the Breeze Pod TV, man. It feels good to be back. We real good, right, Donnie? How you feeling, baby? We great today. We great today. Too good. I mean, there's reasons why we're great today, right? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. And, 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 you know I had to do it on him again. Come on. I see. I, you know, it's funny because I'm rep, I'm repping the the JG number ten. You know what I'm saying? The JG number ten, and you got the you got the Jimmy G shirt on because you know a lot of people a lot of people was was throwing this guy under the bus. You know what I'm saying? All the trade rumors. Go get Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Go get this guy. Oh, we should have traded for Tom Brady. And 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 it was just like. Yo, they ready They ready to give up on Jimmy because he had one or probably his worst game of his career. And there was no way that was going to happen again. No way. No, no. It was, it, it, it was a noticeable difference, too. And I was really glad yesterday. I think it was like the second quarter, nine minutes left in the second quarter. They took a little break to show exactly what happened to him and what a high ankle sprain does to you. And Absolutely. anybody that's ever had one knows that that will affect you for a while so it will and you know the one thing i love about this nitty-gritty niners talk show is we kind of like get down to the nitty-gritty but let me just rewind select a real one time i just want to bring it back guys we got some formalities we need to get to we're changing some things up listen guys if you're listening to us on that podcast make sure you go to anchor.fm that's your one stop shop for every podcast stream you need it is there for you that's at shoot the breeze pod tv all you gotta do is type in shoot the breeze pod tv and bam all the episodes from the shoot the breeze channel will pop up and if you're listening to us on apple podcast make sure you subscribe and select the five stars don't make a mistake and select the four stars if you do i'm not mad at you but slide that joint up over to that right and get that five star selection you know what i'm saying make sure you do that listen follow us on facebook at nitty gritty niners spell all the way out with those spaces in there make sure you like and follow two things like and follow real easy we're also on ig man that's at nitty gritty niners we don't got the twitter popping because we kind of do our own thing with our own social handles on the twitter you know what i mean so make sure you guys give us a follow on twitter as well to our own social handles but we got our own youtube channel so make sure you subscribe to nitty gritty niners guys subscribe to nitty gritty niners shout out to all of y'all that are subscribed to the shoot the breeze channel i got a streaming on that joint for you guys to watch and all that good stuff but make sure you subscribe to the nitty gritty niners channel and while you there smash that like button i mean smash it pound it Whatever it is you got to do, flip it, you know, kick it, hit it. Whatever you got to do, make sure you hit that like button, man. Give us that thumbs up. Nah, I mean, we love it, appreciate it, and we appreciate you guys. And if you got some nitty-gritty stuff you want to get down to, but you're scared to talk about it on the air, shoot us an email. We don't have a problem reading your comments out here on the air when you want to get down to the nitty-gritty because as well, we won this game. But there's some nitty-gritty stuff we're going to talk about about this team that we still got to get down to. So I just want you guys to email us. That's at nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. So nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. Listen, if you want that apparel, man, that Shoot the Breeze stuff is fresh off the press, man. Just go to teespring.com and just type in shoot-the-breeze-apparel and everything will pop up. 
And I promise you there's going to be a segment on this show where you guys are going to be able to call in. And the number is going to be 475-549-7849. The text says, text this number and you will appear on this show. We will give you a call once you text the number. Make sure when you call, you text the number, guys. Put your name in there. I like to know who I'm conversing with. You know what I'm saying? And yes, I say conversing. Uh, That's the word. Uh, So, guys, got the formalities out the way, man. It feels real good, Donnie, because, you know, last night was a late night game. I think I'm running off for three or four hours of sleep, so it was pretty much the fumes. I don't drink coffee, Darko. I wish I had that Darko espresso you had on that sizzling Sunday show this morning. But um, unfortunately, I didn't have that in the repertoire, bro. But it was crazy, man. I, I It was crazy. Just being up, doing the nothing but niner show. Two or three in the morning. I'm like, how am I gonna get to work, man? But you know what? I was riding on the high of this victory, man. Let's talk a little bit. Let's get right down to it, baby. Let's talk about it, man. How are you feeling on today? I'm feeling uh what's the word here? I'm feeling vindicated in everything we've said before. Um feeling great that we got that W. Like I said yesterday on Sizzling Sunday, man. This this Damn. Losing this game would have determined the rest of our season. You're not the only person that says so, that, Donnie. I'm real that, happy we got it. Yeah, and it's funny because you're you weren't the only person. I've talked to numerous people, and they felt like this game was either going to be the start of the season, you know, to go on this like gauntlet run, or actually the end of the season. And speaking of end of the season, as you can see, uh, we won this game 24 to 16. We pretty much were in control this whole game. We're going to break down a little bit of the game. We got some highlights for y'all. We got some touchdowns. We got some good plays. I didn't want to put the bad plays up here, but we're going to talk about some of the bad things that happened. But before we get started with all that, Donnie, let's just get straight to the injury report because we got some injuries to talk about because there's one thing I know that the 49ers do consistently on the Nitty Gritty Show is they get injured. I don't know why, but they stay injured. And on the top of my list is Mr. Raheem Mostert. Who came out of the game? He went in the game uh, at the start of the second half, Donnie, and he ran one play, and it didn't look good after that play. I mean, he got off, walked up on, you know, walked off the field on his own strength or whatnot, but he sat on the bench. He wasn't able to go, uh, and he left with an ankle injury. And come to find out, Donnie, it's a high ankle sprain, bro. It's a high ankle sprain. So um, he's headed. He's likely to be headed to the IR. Likely to be headed to the IR. So we'll find out more about that. Also injury in the game, uh, Jaquaski Tart with a groin injury. Ben Garland with a calf injury. He's also likely headed to the IR. And you guys got to remember the IR is about minimum three weeks. And they can stay up there as long as they need need be, whatever. But I always look at that three-week window and say they're going to take three weeks to come back. But we got players that were on there in a the three-week window like Richard Sherman who needed more time and still needed more time. We still don't know if he's playing this week. Um, and then also Trent Williams left with a hand injury, but he did return to the game. That was scary when I saw him grabbing his head because you guys know he's had the surgery. And I was just saying, no, God, not, not, not Trent. You know, <laughs> not Trent Williams. Not right now. Not another injury. But Donnie, this team stays injured, man. I know you want to say something about that. Bro, I, I, it's hard to say anything about it, man. It's like we have still the most injured players in the NFL. We're at what, 19 now? <laughs> 19. I, I stopped counting at 13, Wait, bro. <laughs> I stopped counting at 13, oh, man. Right. Something's got to give, man. You, you know, uh, I mean, is it the training staff? Uh, you know what I think it is? And this is my conspiracy. I, I you know, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to shed a lot on this whole conspiracy, but I think that a lot of players in the NFL like to be faster, leaner. And I think when they go on these, you know, I think certain positions are allowed to do that, like quarterbacks. You know, remember back in the day, Donnie, quarterbacks weren't cut up. They just looked like regular Smojos off out of, you know, out of the shop or somewhere. And they came, but they had a good arm, right? But they weren't like built. And then now, now a lot of quarterbacks got muscles and all this type of stuff, man. And they get these injuries, man. And I just think that our guys are probably on that lean, mean machine. 
and they might just be missing some muscle mass or something. Something is causing a lot of these injuries, man. And these high ankle sprains are really starting to get on my nerves. You got to factor in too, man, that uh, the Bay Area, uh, you know, this is going to be a little controversial me saying this, but come on, you guys already know it's Mr. Sensitivity. Uh, it's <laughs> probably the most paranoid spot in the world when it came to COVID. And all the 49ers, like th- the entire team got less practicing. They got everything did started later than everybody else in the NFL. Then we had the fires, you know what I mean? So I'm sure practicing and that was fun. And the, uh, yeah, Anthony's like, yeah. Well, the air out here was like smoke. They said it was like smoking two packs a day when it was, uh, when the fires were going on. So it's, it's a lot of that, man. If you're not working out, you're not stretching your muscles consistent, uh, consistently, you're injury prone. Straight up, and he's about to do nothing. Well, there you have it, guys. That's the nitty-gritty injury report for the 49ers. And uh, (laughs) I'm sure we'll find out later on in the week what's going on. I'm I'm looking for the best, man. I'm I'm thinking Moser is going to be just – he's going to be all right. I'm hoping he doesn't head to the IR. The bright side is we saw a running back come into the game in the third, fourth quarter, excuse me, in the fourth quarter named Jermichael Hasty. This is an undrafted uh, free agent rookie. And he came in the game and he was definitely a change of pace back from what Jarek McKinnon was doing. And then if you watch Jarek McKinnon, bro, it looked like his speed, well, excuse me, his burst is gone. Like his burst is gone. So having this kid come in the game, like really was a breath of fresh air. And I know last week I was trashing, thrashing, bashing Kyle Shanahan and Robert Sala for not making adjustments. <laughs> and when he saw that this game might be slippy slipping, he made that adjustment. He said, look, Jarek, you only got like 18 yards. We appreciate you, brother. But I go to this young kid because they don't know who he is or whatever. And he he just, he got some burst. So having burst, being able to shift in there, this is going to be interesting going forward. I wonder, Donnie, when we get, uh, when we get our boy Tico Raw back. I wonder if this is the week we get Tevin Coleman back. If so, I like it because now Tevin Coleman, who always has been my favorite. Why? Because he is the guy to set up, to set up the offense. He sets up the run. He sets up. He makes the defense tired when I'm telling you, when, when Mostert comes in the game, he gets, he's able to get through the hole so fast. And it's probably because Tico Raw is already taking the ground in the pound. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm hoping he comes back. I know, Symmetry. Like, we're trying to figure out when Tico coming back. And we haven't heard it from this fella for, for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's too cool. Yo, thank y'all so much for tuning in, man. Look, I, you, we, got, we got plenty of viewers. I love it. But if all of y'all could just hit that like button one time, maybe two times, that would be so cool. You know what I mean? D- Donnie and I truly appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? But none of us has heard anything about T. Corral, Donnie. And, you know, that means we, we're going to get Hasty, We're going to get McKinnon and Jeff Wilson Jr. Now, me personally, I like to see Hasty start. That's like just on me. Hasty start. What you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I liked what I saw yesterday. I mean, you guys got what you wanted. You guys have been saying for, you know, for a couple of weeks now, where's Hasty? Where's Hasty? When are we going to see Hasty? We saw him last night. And, and that worked. So, I, yeah, I definitely say start him. Um, and, uh, I mean, we're going to be all over the place. Can I just say, man, if there was a, a painting uh, of Snipes' game, it would be Jimmy Garoppolo in the center holding the football like Jesus was holding the bread in the Last Supper. All of his receivers and tight ends on his side of him because he distributed, he distributed that ball everywhere last night. Beautiful. Yeah, he I'm was definitely, definitely spreading the ball around, Donnie. And it looked like, you know, it's funny you use that example or that analogy. And I got Jimmy G more like the Picasso. Like he was just splashing paint all over the joint. And then it was turning. I mean, because in the first half, Jimmy G was lights out. That dude was like 14 for 16. He was balling. It wasn't to the end of the first half where they were trying to put more points up on the on the board 
with not much time. And then you saw a lot of incomplete passes. And, you know, it just got a little bit different for Jimmy. And in the second half, bro, we definitely going to get into that joint. But let's just talk a little bit about some of these stats, man. I got some team stats that I want to pull up. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> we got the nitty-gritty stats popping, you know. Everything is nitty-gritty right now, and, I, and, and I'm loving it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I got some team stats that I definitely want to pull up, man. And, you know, 49ers led pretty much on everything, including penalties. So they led just about everything from the score, time of possession. But first downs, bro, we had seven more first downs than the Rams. The Rams had 17. The 49ers had 24. Check this out, Donnie. You're going to speak on this because you're, you're going to love this because you love Jimmy G just as much as I do, but you really love this guy. The Rams had nine passing first mm-hmm. downs and the 49ers had 16 passing first downs. 16, bro. I know you got something to say about that, brother. I know. I mean, I comment sections all day. You know, there was somebody last night on uh, on Nothing But Niners posted this this thing uh saying why is jimmy like this is after the game too he's like why is jimmy uh overthrowing his receivers and this and that and here's my problem with that whole thing is yes he underthrew some receivers last night but he didn't overthrow anybody so this guy clearly doesn't know what he's talking about and i think that represents all the jimmy hate right there and then i click on his page and he looks like he works at like google or like not even google maybe like facebook because they didn't like him at google but you know all these little beta males that moved into the bay area are what's are making our team look bad jimmy garoppolo just sunned you guys last night shut up leave the man alone you get a high ankle sprain and then go out and try to do what he does like seriously come on man and then you guys forget too that the day he sprained that ankle he still balled out injured right after the injury so what happened last week was, I mean, think about it, man. You are a you are one of the highest paid players in the league, not just quarterbacks, players. Think of the pressure that is put on you. If you get injured again, that could change the whole dynamic of your career. People are going to say, oh, he's injury prone. This week, he didn't want to go down for the count for another three or four weeks. So, you know, obviously he was nervous. That's a different kind of pressure. Leave my man alone. He showed you guys what's up last night. He came out. He did what he did. Um, I feel like if his receivers, uh, you know, got their hands a little stickier last night, then we would have had some some even bigger stats for Jimmy. But oh yeah, it is what no it doubt. is. Love those we guys get too. To that. I'm not gonna blame them. Yeah. We we definitely gonna get to that, bro. You you spot on. But I, get I, long. Gotta, I gotta make one correction though, because he did overthrow a couple of receivers at the Brandon Ayuk joint. Which was pass interference, by the way. Uh, that was an overthrow or just a not near him throw. I don't know what you want to call that type of throw. It just wasn't there. But I loved it. I loved it. I, I absolutely love the fact that Jimmy G dropped back. Let me pull my mic away because I feel like getting loud. I love the fact that Jimmy G dropped back and just threw the ball all the way down the field. Now, I think that was pass interference on Brandon Ayuk, but it was blazing. And then he definitely had an overthrow to Jermichael Hasty. I, I think those were the two that I definitely can remember off the top of my head. But that overthrow was that, like, you know, it was his check down. And he just threw a dart. And it, I don't know if Jermichael Hasty knew it was coming that fast, but he wasn't able to get it. So it was an overthrow. Yeah, and, and that's where I was going to say. Um, so that thing with Ayuk, I, I mean, Jimmy will overthrow receivers when he sees penalty. You got to remember that. Um, if Because I thought it was pass interference too. So um, Jimmy's very good at spotting that and he – he will throw the ball in that direction to 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 get the penalty, to get the flag. So, you know, maybe that wasn't the case last night. Maybe it was. Who knows? But, but as far as, hey, I think there was a little misread there or something. But, I mean, come on, man. Like, he overthrows receivers all the time, man. Um, somebody was saying, I forget who it was because I get so mad at these, these – uh, these sports talk shows somebody last week was like okay so when are we gonna stop making excuses for jimmy garoppolo and i'm like wait a minute and this ain't a niners fan talk and this nfl commentator dude okay so this is my thing this is why i'm telling you the nfl hates the 49ers when are we gonna stop making excuses for jimmy garoppolo about the same time y'all stop making excuses about uh tony romo which was never 
his entire career. You guys talked about how he was an elite quarterback, made excuses for him, made excuses for him. But let me tell you something. Um, my quarterback has been in more Super Bowls than Tony Romo has been in playoff games. One play. Sorry. So. And I do want to make one more correction. He did have one more overthrow, the overthrow to Juice. I don't know how I forgot about that one. That one looked weird because I got to go back and, like, watch all 22 because on one instance, I feel like he has pressure in his face. And then on another instance, I feel like he just rushed the throw. So I got to go back and rewatch that. Those were good. Those were going to be definitely catchable balls because Juice was wide open on that play as well. But, Donnie, you know what? I'm with you, bro. Y'all, man, listen, y'all lucky this a PG show. Y'all got to chill. Real talk. Like, real talk. Niner, real, real Niner talk. Y'all got to chill, man. Like, this dude, Jimmy, brought y'all to the Super Bowl. You cannot sit here and throw this guy under the bus every time he don't complete every freaking pass. Like, I legit just want to come and smack the koofy off you. Like, y'all got to chill on that. Like, I Aaron Rodgers was trash yesterday. I don't hear not one Green Bay Packer fan talking smack about Aaron Rodgers. I get it. He got a Super Bowl ring. But nobody talking smack. Tom Brady throw five interceptions in the game. Ain't nobody talking smack about Tom Brady. I get it. He like the baby goat. I ain't going to call him the goat. Y'all going to kick me off my own show. All I'm saying is we got to chill, bro. This guy is going out there, whether he injured or not, he's going out there commanding his Chiefs. And shout out to the offensive line. David, I just read your comment. I'm not feeling it, but I'm going to read it anyway because I didn't see that happen. But my man David Yang says, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune down a little bit, you know what I'm saying? He said Trent Williams also has an ankle injury and he may be out next week. So he, he did go down. He went down grabbing his head. Bada, 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 bing, whatever, whatever. He gets up, and then all of a sudden, now he might have an ankle injury. But the good news was he was able to finish the game. I, speaking of Trent Williams, Donnie, the offensive line was superb. It was superb. Here's how much I love the offensive line play. Matter of fact, I think I'm, I'm, I'm an evil jinx. I promise you. Yesterday, I said a couple of things, and I swear, I, on... All my life, my kids, I promise you they came to pass, bro. I'm not saying anything about anything, anything ever again. I said something about Tart, and all of a sudden, he had a groin injury. I said something about Trent Williams, how he played really well, and y'all better not talk smack. He went down three plays later grabbing his head. I don't know what the power of these words are. All I know is from now on, Donnie, my mouth is sealed, and I'm keeping it on Twitter. I'm done. I'm not saying nothing ever again. And that was a double negative, but I'm not saying anything ever again about our players unless it's positive stuff because, wait, wait a minute. It was positive. I said Trent Williams was having a blazing game and then bam, he get hit in the head. So I don't know if that was me. Mm -hmm. If it was, so my bad, y'all. Uh, today, when we get into the defense, let me have uh, the, the Jason Verrett then because we can't have you jinxing that man right there. I'm not even, I, you, yo, you can handle everything from the rest of the show, bro. I just, <laughs> like, like this, I don't know what the freak happened, but I promise you, I talked those guys up, you know, the pregame show, we did another banana show, we mentioned something about, uh, they broke the news of something about Tart, and I was like, oh, he's going to be fine, yo. He comes out, he plays a rather decent game, and then I say something good about him, and next thing you know, he's out with the groin. And then that's when stuff started happening on defense. And as you know, when Raheem Mostert went out, stuff started happening on offense. So let's just get right into this. Uh, you know, let's let's watch. How about we do this? How about we break down Jimmy Garoppolo's three TDs? Let's do that. Let's celebrate the three TDs, and then we'll break down the second half. Because the last time we scored was at the end of the first half. <laughs> so let's do that. You know what I'm saying? Before we break yeah. down these joints, listen, Jimmy Garoppolo finished 23 for 33. I... Those 10 of those passes, I would say seven, six, six of them should have been caught. Six of those 10 that he missed. 268 yards, three TDs. Look at the ratings, y'all. 90.3 with a quarterback with a rating of 124.3. You want to talk about night and day? You want to talk about like going from worst to like first? That's how you do it. That's how you do it. You shut up, you get up on the field, and you know. As 49er fans, D, I felt like 
we could not wait for this game, right? Can you imagine how the players yeah. felt? <laughs> like, oh man, we got blown out by a sucky team on national TV. Yo, we got to come out here next week and just put up and shut up. They started the game off like hard. Like they started the game. Matter of fact, they ran what, 10 plays and got a touchdown? Like they started the game off hard. No penalties on that first drive too, by the way. And speaking of that first drive, let's go ahead and get into the first touchdown score. That was the first time, Donnie, we heard that foghorn. You know what I'm saying? And as a 49er fan, it was rough because I felt like we didn't hear it consistently the previous week against the Dolphins. But to be able to score first with our, on our drive, on our first drive, we got to receive the ball first and be able to score first. How did that make you feel? Like, like, what was your emotions after that first touchdown? Were you cool, calm, and collected? Like, yo, we got work to do. We got more business to handle. Or was you like, yeah, let's go? What was your reaction? You know what, man? Uh, actually, let's not just the touchdown, but that whole first drive was so flawless. Okay, there weren't. Um, I don't think he was on that first drive. I don't think. I don't think we lost yardage at all, if I remember right. Um, but just watching that first drive, I just remember us getting in the end zone, hearing that horn, and I'm like, okay, we're back. We're back. You know what I mean? I wasn't I wasn't overly cocky about it, but I was like, yeah, that's us. That looks like the 49ers. We're starting to look like we did, you know what I mean, six months ago. So, or eight months ago, something like that. It was definitely a breath of fresh air. And, you know, this Kyle is running the ball. Like, I, whether it's we're running backs, wide receivers, tight ends. Yo, I asked Kyle Shanahan for three things. I sent him a text message. He responded to my text message. He didn't hit me back, but he obviously responded on national TV to my text message. And I said, Kyle, look, I know I'm not a coach. I'm not a shot. I'm not a play caller, but I'm a shot caller, bro. I could get you some bread. That's what I know how to do. I'm a hustler, baby. But... I said, Kyle, you got to do this, man. You got to start setting up some screens and get Jimmy into a rhythm. And that's how Jimmy played last night. We were watching dinks and dunks. Um, he didn't throw the ball down the field probably to like the end of the first, the first half. Or maybe even in the second half. We didn't start seeing yeah. the ball drop down the field. I'm telling you, bro, it's all a setup. Kyle, know what he was doing. It was I, it, it. It was all about beating Sean McVay. That that's what it was. I, people don't want to keep it a hundred, but I'm gonna keep it a buck. Kyle was not losing to Sean McVay. Mm -mm. It just wasn't happening. It just wasn't no. happening. And, and I'm gonna say this: Jimmy G wasn't losing to the Rams. He four and zero, baby. Or is he five and zero? Yeah. Five and zero. Can't remember. Out of four and zero, five and zero. Either yeah. way, he undefeated against this team. Oh yeah, we got the nickel now. So it's, it's crazy. That's my man Jimmy right there, man. It's, it's super crazy, man. So that yeah. was the first touchdown, Donnie. And I was like, yeah, like they own it. But then there was a second touchdown. And let me talk about how the second touchdown came about. All right. Donnie, I'm sure you remember because it was third and five. Right. And they ran the ball with Raheem Mostert. Mm -hmm. Raheem Mostert got three yards on the jump. Right. It was fourth and two. Now, let me take it, rewind it just a little bit before that third and five run because it was sweet it was the end of the first quarter and then when we came back out from the tv timeout i don't know if it was the end of the first quarter all i know is it was a tv timeout when we came back from the tv timeout kyle shanahan calls a timeout i'm like okay there's got to be a method to this madness because we just wasted the timeout after coming back from a timeout so i said i guarantee you yeah. If he doesn't get the first down on this third down, Kyle's going for it on fourth down. I didn't know what the play was. All I knew was Kyle was going to go for it on fourth down, depending on how many yards he got on the third down. We needed two yards on that fourth and two. Jimmy G. Jimmy. Jimmy looked at the line of scrimmage. He read the defense perfectly. Ask me how I know, Donnie. Ask me how I know, baby. How do I know? Tell us, tell us. Drop it on Jimmy, him. Jimmy looked at the defense. He drops back. Hot route. 
cover zero, baby. That means there was nobody in the DBs. Like, like it was just going to be Kittle and one guy. Everybody was at the line of scrimmage. They was coming for the mm-hmm. gusto. They balled out. They was gambling. They came. They saw. They failed. They didn't conquer because the 49ers conquered. And then we're going to pull this touchdown up real quick by my man. All right, man. So listen, we're going to show you guys this little George Kittle touchdown. It was super, super duper crazy. It was dope. It was dope. And they do. And the pass is caught and on the run. It's Kittle off to the races for the touchdown. There's nothing like watching Jalen Ramsey trailing. <laughs> And nowhere near to play. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that's watching, man. Everybody that's tuned in, man. I appreciate it, man. We got some hearts. Make sure you guys hit that like button, please. Shout out to my man, Avery. Appreciate you, brother. Swift D81, you in the building. Brian Edwards, I see you. Anthony, what's going on? How y'all doing, Miss Debbie? Peachy, Melissa, what's going on? Mariah, Cali, baby, let's go. Listen, all I'm saying is that touchdown was pretty. It was so pretty. That I switched my, I took my jersey off at that. I was like, oh, this, this is a wrap. Like, it's about to go down. It's about to go all the way down. All the way down. Listen, shout out to my man Avery. He got all his nursing staff watching this podcast right now at his job. Shout out to the nursing staff, baby. We appreciate y'all. Keep it nitty gritty. Yes, right. sir. So check this out, Donnie. You look back. You look ready. You look smooth. You ready? All right. So we we just watched the George Kittle touchdown. And George Kittle getting on the board. Because we got to break George Kittle down, too. Because it was, it was some stuff we got to get to, you know. But that touchdown was dope. What yeah. was your reaction on the George Kittle touchdown? Yeah. Another, that's another moment where it's like, oh, yeah, we're back. You got guys like, uh, because George Kittle, not even just a touchdown, man. All night, I mean, he dropped a few. But the dude is so physical, like, it's insane. And, I mean, we can say the same about Debo, too, with, like, you know, the sweeps and everything. But, man, George Kittle, Jimmy and Kittle, man, that's peanut butter and jelly right there. That's that's peanut spaghetti and marinade, man. Peanut butter and jelly. I love it, yo. And there was one more touchdown um, toward the end of the first uh, the first half, man. And uh, I see people talking about our, our guy, Brandon Ayuk, out there. Listen, I really love this kid. I just wish we utilized him more. I, I don't understand what the holdup is. He just looks like a wide receiver that you just say, yo, go run me this route. Go run a route, get open, I'll throw you the ball. Like, that's what I'm looking for. Now, on that pass that I thought was P.I., he was double covered, but I, I was so happy Jimmy threw that pass. Uh, and he threw it to a place where no one else could get it, only the receiver. That means Jimmy's right. getting more confident in his long throws. But let's watch this touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk. Man, that kid is going to be a problem if they start utilizing him in ways that they, he, he going to be a problem, bro. He's going to be a problem, mm-hmm. man. I know you love Brandon Ayuk, man. We all did. Uh, we, we were just excited to see what he was going to do when he became a 49er with him, Debo. The wide receiver group is going to definitely get on and popping, like come toward the stretch. What you about to go on is gauntlet, right? Donnie, I know you want to get into the defense, so I'm going to let you go ahead and just kick off this defensive portion of the joint. And then we're going to open up the phone lines, man, because I know people want to call in. They got some stuff they want to get off their chest. But uh, great victory, 24-16, one by eight. I love it. Donnie, talk about the defense, man. What were your thoughts? Well, yeah, let's talk about the defense. And let's talk about the fact that yesterday, my prediction yet again on the score was the closest. Um, just playing. I ain't that cocky. Um, but no, the defense is the reason why we were able to only score in the first half. Um, and, and go home with that or stay home with that win. You know what I mean? So it's been a while since we've celebrated the defense. So let's just take a moment right now and just enjoy this. You know what I mean? Jason Verrett yesterday. I mean, come on, man. That dude is... He's ridiculous. But, I mean, that was obvious. 
you got guys like Fred Warner out there doing their thing, you know? I mean, uh, uh, of course, my man Ken Law. Um, yeah, they just looked, it just looked great. It was, it was, a, it was a different defense than we've seen all year. Um, somebody said last week that, uh, you know, Shanahan's been getting away with, uh, you know, a good playbook and bad players, especially on our defense. I think we proved that wrong yesterday. So I think we have a really good defense. I think it just took, took a little bit of time for us to realize it. Yeah, I agree, man. I totally agree. Shout out to Melissa, man. She be pr- pr- promoting this joint hard body, yo. Like, she be like, yo, y'all better watch this. I'm going to come to your neighborhood. and I'm going to punch in the mouth. I love my Jersey connection. They be in the building. Yo. They nitty gritty all the way. But she has a question. She says, yo, do we see Richie James getting a special team TD versus the Pat Hawks or, or the Packers? Um, I'm going to keep it a buck with you, Melissa. Nah, I don't think... He, he, I don't, I don't see him returning anything at this moment. I see him getting back into the groove of things, you know. And his first and foremost thing is to make sure he secures the rock and tries to get the team into the best field position as possible. That does not mean he doesn't have the capability of returning one of those joints. I just don't see him doing it right away. I mean, it has to really go in his favor. I mean, we had a couple of special team bonehead. Uh, penalties yesterday, uh, but I don't see it going in his favor. Donnie, how do you feel about that? Do you see him returning, uh, 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 you know, a TD on one of those three teams we got up next? No, I feel like I, I feel like what you said is on point because after watching yesterday, it was good to see him back, but he didn't really, he wasn't out to impress yesterday, clearly. So, I mean, I think right now he needs to just get back in the groove of things, kind of like the rest of the team's been doing. And, um, you know, the Packers and the Seahawks, that those are going to be tough ones. So, yeah, yeah. But I like our chances, just like I liked our chances against this team. So I'm not going to sit there and, and, and bow out because I think the 49ers are going to come and show oh, never. You know what I mean? They're going to do what they got to do to get those wins. And I really think the 49ers play up to their competition, too. I, they play down to competition and they play up to competition just to keep it a buck. I, I, I just think that's how they get down. I don't understand why, but that's how they um, they rock. But, God, man, you mentioned the player on defense that I wanted to show a clip of, man. And this pretty much, it didn't seal the deal, but it definitely prevented the Rams from getting on the board earlier in, their, in that quarter, earlier in the fourth quarter. It prevented them from getting on the board. So let's go ahead and show this clip real quick. I would say he was probably the defensive player of the game. Let's see what you got to say. They're going for it on fourth and goal, and the pass will be intercepted in the end zone. Jason Verrett was able to take it off and go right to the screen to celebrate. Man, I ain't seen a team defense celebrate like that since Richard Sherman days with the Niners, baby. When they sat out there and they folded their hands and they did the picture, that junk looked so freaking pretty. I was like, yo. <laughs> Jason Verrett is probably in symmetry. Don't, don't smack me. But I think he the best DB on this team, bro. Look, I oh, love yeah. Richard Sherman. But it's, it's it, they play a different defensive back. Richard Sherman plays it a little bit differently, and I love everything that he brings. But the way Verrett is able to cover, excuse me, I would say he's the best coverage DB. Best coverage yeah. DB. Um, and 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 uh Richard Sherman is still the best defensive player on the field when he plays. Uh, but I think that Verrett is definitely be- the best coverage DB. And I like what Anthony says. He says it's gonna be a tough decision. Listen, Anthony, I feel like you have my notes or something. I only share my notes with two people, and I gave them to Donnie like 10 minutes before the show, so he didn't even have them. But tough decision when Sherm comes back, or isn't it? Is it a tough decision? Here's the thing, though, man. You said it a couple of weeks ago. I said it with you. It's about that time to move Sherm to free safety. Like, to get the best out of him, I feel like that's the smart move. He wants to play three more years after this season, man. I feel like that's the smart move. You know, after his injury, I don't want to say he's slow. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, jump the gun like that. But he did slow down a bit. And when you, you're, you're a free safety, man. It's a lot easier to play zone than it is to play man to man when, you know, you got young receivers putting the skates on you, man. So it may not be that tough of a decision. I think even Richard Sherman knows what time it is. 
you know? I don't know, Donnie. I don't know, babe. bro. I, 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 Richard Sherman is, <laughs> there's no one better than on that team at DB than Richard Sherman. Now, when we were talking about coverage, I like the way Verrett is able to move and get his hips around and locate the ball. And he's not there, and he's not your interception DB. He's the he's the guy to keep up with the receiver or force the quarterback to have to either overthrow the ball or underthrow the ball because he's right there on coverage. And we see little, you know, tic-tacky penalty calls every now and then, but they still not throwing the Richard Sherman side. So I'm so and no. that's why you put him out there. Do I want to see Sherman convert to safety? Yes. When? Probably after the season. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. mostly, believe it or not, balled out. I know he gave up the touchdown to a no-name person on the Rams or whatever, because I don't know his name. But um, you know, he's still balled out. I, I thought his first game back was real decent. But if I gotta pick a defensive player from this game, bro, here's the guy I gotta go with. Mr. Law himself. Listen, this dude had eight tackles. I think he had one bad play. One bad play. One bad play. And I know y'all probably like, yo, you didn't give it to Fred Warner. Yo, Fred Warner gets it every week. The way Fred was moving to the ball yesterday, I was like, is there a linebacker in this game better than Fred? Is there? Yeah. I know people say really? Bobby Wagner and 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 a couple of other guys. Really, really, nah. And I'm not saying that because I'm a homer. It's the way he attacks and tr- not even attacks. It's the way he tracks the ball. Now he gambles mm-hmm. sometimes and misses, but it's the way he tra- he 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 uh, he attracts the ball. Like I, he, I, it's a it's an innate thing. It's something that he has. But the reason why I picked Dre Greenlaw, he had one bad play. And let's see if you guys can remember that play. He was covering, I want to say, Everett or Higby. Either way, it was a tight end. How about that? Um, And the 49ers linebackers, bro, they struggle and play action pass. Now, I think a lot of linebackers would. I think a lot of linebackers do. What Kyle Shanahan should do in practice is 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 play more play action pass just so that the linebackers can read the gosh darn ball because always they were, those tight ends were getting open and I saw them get burnt on one throw at least one throw I haven't watched the all twenty two yet it's not available but I saw them get burnt on one throw and I said to myself ah oh, man he's he's going back to like the beginning of his rookie season where he struggled in coverage. But then he made up for it. I mean, he was just out there all over the field, reading the D, securing tackles. Listen, Cali puts out something, and he says the linebackers look better without Quan Alexander. Yeah, I said it. That's some nitty gritty for you right there, baby. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if they look better. Here's why. I, f- I, I got these. Consp- I think I'm gonna do my own conspiracy theory show, bro. Because I, I got conspiracy theories up the yin yang. I feel like players play different with different players, yo. Because I didn't hear Al Shire's name get called once last night. That doesn't mean he wasn't effective. But I do know when he was on the field, I feel like there's a bunch of miscommunications. And I don't know if that's from Quan, the line, or whatever. But that's what makes Cali's point mad valid. Because Mm. Quan not being there, you're not seeing the defense mess up. But then again... Cali, what makes that a little suspect is the fact that Jared Goff isn't a mobile quarterback. So you get yeah. what I'm saying? So it's weird. It's like, I don't know if they looked better, but Goff is stationary. He'll run if he has to. Every other quarterback we played, if the containment broke down, it was a wrap. And it just seemed like the defensive end and Quan Alexander just didn't have their communication going properly. So I don't know if they looked better, but in this game, they definitely looked better without Quan. They did. I, I can say that. I can agree with you on that. I don't know if that's the the best move when we got to play certain quarterbacks and you need Quan because the last game Quan played in when he got hurt, that cat was all over the field. He ain't have not one mess up, not one blown coverage, not one mess up. So he was coming to his own until he got his high ankle sprain. A lot of high ankle sprains, bro. What the frick is going on with the ankles? Any new ankles? What is going <laughs> I don't understand what's going on with these guys and their ankles, man. But yeah, man, the defense definitely did their thing yesterday, and I want to open up the phone line, so I'm going to go ahead while you talk to them. I'm going to get the phone line ready. 
And if you yeah. guys want to uh, want me to call you, man, just send a text message to that number right there that's scrolling across your screen. Again, for those that are listening to us on the podcast, it's 475-549-7849. And I know you guys are going to be listening to us on the podcast, but you can still text that number and send your, your, your shout-outs or whatever it is you want to do, and I'll respond mm-hmm. to you, all right? But the hey, defense, Peachy, man, just to answer you real quick, I got I got to answer Peachy on this one. Kiddo ain't going nowhere. I don't care what Bill, Belichick says. Kiddo ain't going nowhere. He's with us for at least the next five years and hopefully longer. So, oh, so uh, let, let me pull up her comment so I can know what the heck y'all talking about. Because I'm sitting here talking. She said, hey, Donnie. She asked Donnie. She ain't asked me, so she asked you. Do you think, uh, hey, Donnie, do you think with Bill Belichick praising Kiddo, we all know what that means, that Kyle will be able to put together a good enough game plan without Kiddo? You know, I, Donnie answered it. But can I touch it just a little bit, PG? Just a little bit. Listen, there's only one guy we got to worry about on the Patriots. I'm just going to say it. And if you take that guy out of the game, I know their defense is good, but the defense has been getting trashed lately, thrashed lately. And I'm talking about the best cornerback in the game, Stephon Gilmore. He's been getting blown out. Now, here's the thing. We don't have wide receivers that could probably run by him, or at least we don't try that. But I ain't too, I ain't too worried about Bill Belichick in this game because they don't got that guy named Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried. I think yeah. our linebackers are ready to hit Cam. And if you want to talk about defense, let's talk about the defensive line because they are always stout. Now, they were getting gashed for big run plays in this game. They were. They were getting gashed for big run plays. You know, my man Mike, he, he mentioned something. He said something to me. He said, yo, I think DJ Jones is injured. And that's when they started. That's when they scored their first touchdown. They went and let us sub. And DJ Jones was out there and his hand was messed up or whatever or whatnot. I think that's why they started to gash us up on the ground. Plus, a little bit later in the game, they, they continued to start to run the ball, which was a little bit weird. Um, but we still ain't give up 100, uh, 100 yards to a running back yet. 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 So say something. You can't. Because we still stopped the run with the D. Bam. That's no right. Pause. No pause. No pause. We stopped the run with the D. Um, so it felt really good to watch the DBs be, you know, back there. I, Akello didn't play. Dante Pettis didn't play. Trent, even Trent Taylor had a banging third down conversion, my guy. I'm talking about mm-hmm. caught the ball less, less than the sticks, looked at the dude, turned around, said, I'm getting this first down. And got the mm-hmm. first first. I was like, yo, Trent trying to be on this team. He trying to get in how he could fit in, baby. He trying to get in how he could feel it, fit in. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, so it was it was awesome. But let's talk about the second half. Since no one is asking to call in, we'll just continue to read their comments right here. Let's talk about the second half. Because the second half, it was like the tale of two cities, man. And it was definitely silence of the lambs because they were silenced pretty much the whole daggone game. But then the second yep. half started. And I'm not going front, Donnie. I started to get that butterfly from Science of the Lambs in my tummy. I started to get the butterfly, bro. I started to say, oh, snap, what is going down? Two drives and we can't get nothing going? We can't even get field goals out of these drives? What is going on? So the second half happened. He started to come back down to normal. Donnie, my question to you is this. Did Kyle Shanahan get old conservative on us in the second half? Yep, absolutely, he did. But you know what? I think the reason for that is you got to remember, too, um, Jimmy may be playing better. He's still not completely healed. It takes a while for a high ankle sprain to heal. So I think he put him on ice. That may have been the smart thing to do, may not have. But if our defense didn't show up, that wouldn't have happened. But they showed up. I mean, shout out to uh, Eric Armstead, uh, uh, Javon Kidlaw, all these guys. I mean, dude, Greenlaw. I didn't even get a chance to bring him, but you brought him up. Man, they showed up yesterday. I think that was that was him having faith in the defense. And when they, and by the time the Rams got one in the end zone, it was kind of null and void at that point. It, it wasn't it wasn't pretty at all. So yeah, I was yeah, worried man. a little bit, but man, our defense was looking hot. So yeah, when it, when the Rams scored that touchdown, it was still four minutes. It, it was a, a, probably a little bit. It was like three forty. I think we got the ball back. 
And I said to myself, Kyle Shanahan better put the best goddamn four-minute offensive plan he's ever put together in life. Because if we lose this game, we don't close out on this game. There's nothing about I, – I didn't mind losing that Miami game in that way. But I hate the games yeah. that we lost. And the reason why I hate the games that we lost is because we were winning in all those games. And we just couldn't close those games. It's like the Mets, man. They get in there, they put their relief pitching in there, and then, bam, they get knocked out of the park. And I'm saying to myself, God, why are we paying you? We pay you to relieve the pitchers. The, for some reason, the 49ers are struggling closing games. But not last night. Last night, they closed out, man. They closed out because their closer, Jimmy Garoppolo, and, 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 and Debo Samuel ended that game. They cut the head yeah. off the Rams, and it was definitely a great victory um, on last night, man. A couple of worries that I have for, for you guys. A um, couple of things in my notes. The drop passes. The drop passes, the drop passes have to cease. Now I'm talking about drop passes. These weren't bad throws. Jimmy had a couple of bad throws, but then there was just some drop passes. And we're not talking yeah. about drop passes just from Kendrick Bourne, bro. We're talking about drop passes from the all-pro, pro bowl, highest paid tight end in the game. Them drop passes got to get dropped. I, I, you know, yo, let me, what did I tweet yesterday? I said that this dude, all right, here it goes. This dude, George Kittle owed me 50 push-ups. And, and I think 15 laps, 10 laps. I think he had he had three drop passes, I believe. He owed me some push-ups. And 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 uh and uh Kendrick Bourne, he owes some too, because he had a couple of drop passes. But it's so yeah. crazy because they drop the ball and then they catch balls, and then you just like stop playing with my emotions, Smokey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh it was frustrating to say the least. Uh and there were some, too, that were just, like you said, beautiful passes from Jimmy. I mean, he was squeezing them in between double coverage and right on the numbers, and they bounce off. I think one of them was to – that was Kendrick Bourne, actually. Yeah. I think he squeezed it between two defenders. Now, it was a rocket, but, man, you got to grab those, man. Catch, catch but, hey – Kendrick Bourne, you know, he did show up. He had some good plays yesterday. I mean, he's gotten in the end zone, what, once this year? I mean, come on. But I we think did what, it, man. We did that. I think what made those so concerning or alarming to me, Donnie, is that they were on third downs. And if I read you these stats, these stats aren't good, bro. Five for 13. Now, the Rams were four for 12. But, but five for 13, like, we have to be better on third down. We have to be better on third down. I'm going to say yeah. it one more time. We have to be better on third down. And it's, you know, George Kittle had a, a, in the first quarter, it was a second down drop, which forced a third and long, which then we had to th- under, do an underneath throw. And what happens is when you drop passes like that, bro, when you drop short passes for first downs, what happens is you got to go back to the drawing board, bro. And when you go back to the drawing board, it's third down. Now on third and long, defenses can play you however they freaking want. So they, they're probably going to bring it. Now they're forcing the quarterback to rush the throw. You dig what I'm saying? They, they're forcing you to rush it. And usually when you rush the throw, it's not going to be a good pass unless you and the wide receiver or the pass catcher is on the same route. Y'all like on the same page. It's almost got to be like predetermined. And that's what happens, man. Or you throw a check down or underneath throw for seven to eight yards and you, you underneath it and they don't make it to the sticks and then you got to punt. So those drop passes, they got to get fixed and get corrected, especially coming from George Kittle, who's supposed to be the all-time great tight end. I, like, you can't be dropping those passes. And you know what? I got the same goddamn standards for my man Kendrick Bourne and whoever else is supposed to catch a pass. You are paid to catch. On this team, you are paid to catch and block. You got to catch the ball, and then you were paid to catch, block, and get yak. That's what you do if you want to be on this 49ers team. So make sure hey, you, you catch the ball. Since we, I mean, I'm going to keep it a note, man, because that's what we do here. Kendrick Bourne, that's what he does. He drops balls. This is the same dude that followed Nitty Gritty Niners on Instagram and then stopped following us. I mean, come on, man. You're going to be the ball dropper until you follow us again. So <laughs> you hear that? Listen, man, Kendrick Bourne, you my guy, man. Ever since we met, you've always been that dude. I'm always rooting for you. But catch the damn ball. All right. So. 
Uh, <laughs> I got a couple of other notes before we go on and get up out of here, man. Listen. Oh, we got somebody. Melissa wants to call in, so we're going to give her a call real quick. Uh, one more thing. There, the, when, when, when Tart went out, when Tart went out, you started to see the Rams be able to get some passes off. All right? So when Tart went out, you started to see that. And I'm wondering, um, <laughs> I'm wondering about our depth. Now, I'm hoping when Melissa calls, matter of fact, we're going to go ahead and give her a call real quickity quick. I'm hoping when she calls, she mentions a player she talked about a little bit earlier um, and, and Tavarius Moore because we're all wondering why he's not out there. Hello. Hey, Melissa, you on that Nitty Gritty Niners talk show. What's going on? Nothing much, nothing much. How you doing? I'm good. Just good? Uh, we just uh, beat the Rams. We beat a 4-1 team, and you good? I mean, you're supposed to be breezy, cheesy, uh, excited. <laughs> I, I was until I heard Mike last night, and then I kind of, like, messed up with my, with, uh, I got you. my sleep cycle. I've been saying it on Twitter. I've been saying it on Nitty Gritty, and I said it on How we gonna end it right there? He will show up. Thank you so much for calling in, Melissa. We're gonna get back to you. We're gonna talk about your stuff off the, on the air, all right? Peace out, yo. She it isn't an excuse, you know. He does have a torn labrum. He does have some 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 leg injuries. Those passes were where he had to plant, pivot, turn. Yo, that was kind of dope, bro. I didn't expect her to say that because it's. I just didn't expect it, but I did think it. 
I love I, I, girls I, I, from Jersey, man. I will say I thought it. I thumped it. I, I said, I know he should catch these balls, but they were a little bit different. They were, they were, they, they, he, it was the, almost identical to the two-point conversion pass. Whereas the mm-hmm. two-point conversion pass, I don't think he thought he was going to get it on that one. But this pass was almost identical to that. But at the end of the day, he has to catch that pass. Yeah. <laughs> he has to catch those balls. We see him catch high joints or whatever like that. You know, um, I'm not sure how much of those injuries are really affecting him. I'm sure they are. But he's out there. He's balling. He's the best player on the offense. He has to go out there and just be the best. And, and you're right, though, Melissa. And you guys are right out there. Listen, if you could show me a wide receiver tight end that has no drops, I'll, I'll cash up you $100. Because even the GOAT has some drops. Mm-hmm. So, I- I'm going to leave it at that. All right. So, a couple of more points, man. Thank you so much for calling in, Melissa, too, by the way. We appreciate that. And we love to have you on the air. Uh, it's always a pleasure. A couple of more things, man. We're going to get up out of here, B. Yo, I'm I'm concerned about the depth. I'm concerned about depth. And I'm now, now I'm concerned about depth. I was already concerned about depth in the secondary. But now I'm concerned about depth in the safety position. Because, guys, let's keep it a buck. Marcel Harris, and eh, eh, he was all right, but he still takes bad angles. And the only thing I can count on Marcel Harris is for him to lay a lay the boom. That's it. I know that he lays the boom. He's like a Deshaun Ghostin, but he doesn't play the angles like Deshaun Ghostin, so he doesn't get the interceptions or whatever. Maybe we see Tavares more this week. Maybe we don't. I don't know. But again, guys, we got some injuries out there that we're going to address. I'm sure those injuries are going to come to the fruition over the next several days. I'm hoping some of these injuries go away. I'm hoping we get some guys back like Richard Sherman. Um, I'm hoping Richard Sherman comes back for this Patriots game. Not that they have wide receivers that we got to really worry about. That's the one thing we don't have to worry about. We do have Cyprian, um, the Mac. I'm not sure if they call him up, but we definitely have him there. They picked Harris over Cyprian because I think Harris knew the system. Um, And Robert Sala is a believer in Harris. But when Harris got thrown out there in the fire yesterday, it just, you need that, that, uh, that, that savvy vet play. You know what I'm saying? Because the Rams wouldn't have scored. They, they wouldn't have been able to march the ball down the field, Donnie. I, I truly believe that if you had a more veteran-type player out there, I still think Harris is learning the game. That's that's where mm-hmm. I'm with that. I still think he's learning the game. Not bad. He's just still learning the game, man. Donnie, any final thoughts, final words before we go on and get up out of here? Man, go Niners. Watch us shine. It's coming. I said it yesterday. This game was going to determine the rest of our season. We still got a tough schedule ahead of us, but we can overcome. They said it last year. They said last year that we wouldn't make it past first game in the playoffs. And what did we do? We did that. Okay. They said we wouldn't make it to the Super Bowl. What did we do? We did that. This is where we shine adversity and hate. That's where we shine. Let's get it done. Love you guys. You guys are the best. Thank you for supporting us and everything. And thank you for calling in Melissa. Breezy, you the best freaking dude in the world. Man, it's, it's been real. Listen, Miss Debbie, yes, we talked about that at the beginning of the show. That is more than likely that they're going to go on the IR. For those that missed the beginning of the show, Mostert and Ben Garland are likely to be placed on the IR. And, you know, I'm going to end the show on this high note, guys. Listen, we watched Hiranas Grasso come into the game when Ben Garland went out with the calf injury. And he held his own. And there was a there was one play, and I thought I had the clip. I was going to end the show with this play because we started the game with the Debo Samuel touchdown. But you know how we ended the game? With a Debo Samuel first down. There was something about this 49ers team, and if they have to play with their backs up against the wall every week to play like that, to perform the way they performed on last night, I'm with it. I'm with it. Does the show always feel short, Symmetry? You got you guys just been spoiled by nothing but Niners, bro. I think you guys like the, the two and a half hour format shows and all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I'm trying to keep it a buck. I'm trying to keep it to the 60 minute mark because 
my attention span is like five minutes. So y'all lost me at the beginning of the shit. <laughs> but um, it does go by fast, man. I know it's a quick, it's a power hour, man. Look, I think like preachers, bro. I get in, I hit it, I quit it, man. I ain't got to preach all day. You know what I mean? But we definitely want to bring you that nitty gritty stuff, man. So we brought to you guys, we brought you guys injuries. We brought you guys some statistics. We got to talk to you guys. It was all on and popping, man. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you guys, just like Donnie. Thank you so much for tuning in to that nitty gritty Niner show. Make sure, one more time, one more time for your boy, smash that like button. Please smash that like button, guys. It'll go a long way for us, man. And again, follow us on Facebook at Nitty Gritty. Follow us on IG at Nitty Gritty Niners. And make sure you subscribe to the Nitty Gritty Niners channel. If you are subscribed to the Shoot the Breeze Pod TV channel, we appreciate it. But go ahead and subscribe to that Nitty Gritty Niners channel as well. We truly appreciate you guys. We about to get up out here, baby. Thank y'all so much for tuning in again. We'll see y'all next week. Oh, and ah, I like PG because... Peachy is going to be the guest chef for the 49ers on that Sizzling Sunday show. This Sizzling Sunday show coming up this Sunday at 9 a.m. So make sure you subscribe to that channel as well because she's going to be cooking. And guess who's going to be taking her on? The infamous. We about to get it popping, baby. We about to get it popping. All I know is New England food is about to win that battle. That's all I'm going to say. Not not the team, just the food. Not the team, but the food. Because I will be rocking my Niners gear. Again, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in, yo. We appreciate you, man. We love you. We out, y'all. Peace. They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believe but us. That's why we call faithful. Nobody believe but us. That's that. You know that sound. Uh-huh. Tell me long. Let's go. Well, oh, Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, repping Niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Yeah. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. Yeah. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty is that honest talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty is that honest talk. Not talk. Nitty gritty is that honest talk.